You're listening to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, Episode 10, How to Choose the Right Primary School for Your Child. Hello and welcome to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, where we give you practical advice on how to navigate the Victorian education system and help your child take their skills to the next level. And now, here's your host, Twee Fam. Hi everyone, and yes, we are at Episode 10 of the Spectrum Tuition Podcast. I'm so excited to reach this milestone. Thank you so much to everyone who has tuned in and to everyone who has supported Spectrum Tuition over the years. I really appreciate it. Listen to the end of this episode to get a special offer. Now, I'm really excited to announce that we'll be opening three new centres next year in the northern suburbs, Epping and Reservoir on Saturdays and Faulkner, which will be opening on Sundays. And this is your chance to take advantage of some very special offers. The first offer is to book in a free assessment And if you leave a $50 deposit, we'll give you a $150 voucher to use towards your tuition fees. If you book in for a free assessment without leaving a deposit, we'll give you a $20 voucher anyway. Please make sure that you do put in an expression of interest if you'd like to attend these centres so we know to run the classes. If you'd like to view the timetables, please visit our website and go to the locations page. A link to this page can be found in our show notes. Don't forget that we also have other centres around Melbourne and are now taking enrolments for 2020. If you enrol and make payment by the 14th of December, you'll receive a $100 voucher to use towards your next payment. And finally, we have an amazing Christmas giveaway at the moment where you can win one of three Spectrum Tuition and Maya prize packs. Don't miss out on your chance to win Maya gift vouchers valued at up to $200 as well as a $100 Spectrum Tuition gift certificate just in time for Christmas. A link to this competition can be found in our show notes, or you can head over to our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Spectrum Tuition. As mentioned in the last episode, I'll be reading out a review from either Apple Podcasts or from Google Reviews to personally thank the people who have been kind enough to take the time to give me their feedback. Today's review comes from Rochelle Bacorn, who left a Google review saying, Our grade two has been going to Spectrum now for four weeks. The improvement we've noticed in that short time has been incredible. Being able to get feedback from the tutors weekly has been invaluable and something we're really lacking with her current primary school. Knowing how she's going and where she needs to focus her efforts is great. Highly recommend. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for leaving such a fantastic review for us. And I'm so happy to hear that our classes have been effective for your daughter. Thank you also for engaging with our online feedback system, for keeping updated on your daughter's progress and for appreciating the value of what we do. While many schools do a fantastic job of educating our kids, we've found that parents want more information about how their child is performing. Rather than just getting one school report at the end of the semester with information that may be difficult to act upon due to the fact that the topics have already been covered and will unlikely be revisited until the following year, We firmly believe that success at school for students comes as a result of working together with parents, students and tutors and providing real-time transparent and consistent feedback on performance so parents have the information they need to help and support their children further. Often, the only time parents are informed about how their child is really performing is when they receive their child's NAPLAN results. Each of our classes starts with a quiz based on the previous week's work and those results are posted online for parents to view and track. There are a number of reasons why we have a quiz at the beginning of each class. 
Firstly, it ensures that there's a purpose behind doing the homework. If students know that they'll be tested each week rather than at the end of the term, they'll be more likely to complete their homework in preparation for that quiz rather than cram for the one test at the end of the term. Consistency is key to succeed in school and we build this attitude into our classes through the weekly quiz. The second reason for the weekly quiz is to provide much needed revision and feedback to students and parents. While it's easy to just continuously build knowledge without regularly checking in, we've found that it's important to take stock of what's been taught. Another reason for the quiz is because it builds test-taking skills, which is a skill that needs to be explicitly taught and practiced. Let's face it, whether you like it or not, tests are a part of life for every school student. There will always be some form of testing throughout your child's time at school, and they will most likely be judged on their performance on these tests. There is a very common misconception that if a child can understand a concept well enough in class, they should be able to demonstrate this knowledge on a test or exam. While this may be the case for some students, many others often fall short in an exam because content knowledge is only one part of the equation. Demonstrating knowledge effectively in a test requires specific skills that do not come naturally to many people, namely time management, decision-making, and managing anxiety and nerves. Now let's look at each of these in turn. Firstly, time management. A test needs to be completed within a very limited amount of time. In a test, children do not have the luxury to think infinitely about a problem. They must be able to read and think quickly about each question or problem and answer it using the most efficient method possible before the time runs out. The more items you answer correctly, the better your result. Secondly, decision-making. On a test, students must decide which items they can answer effectively and which items they should come back to later if they have the time. Making a decision to move on and answer questions that you can quickly to maximise results is something many students fail to do under the time constraints. When students have more and more experience completing tests, they will build the skill of quick decision-making to perform better on longer tests. Finally, managing anxiety and nerves. Building up mental strength and stamina in high-pressure situations is a skill that is applicable later on in life and can be developed by doing lots of practice tests. Providing opportunities for children to manage their nerves in practice situations can help them overcome anxieties in situations where the stakes are a lot higher. Additionally, we've found that despite a lot of common belief, you can prepare for all types of exams and tests, even the ones that a lot of educational professionals say you cannot study for. Spelling tests, classroom mathematics tests, NAPLAN, scholarship, select entry and VCE exams all require specific skills that if mastered will help students feel more confident and comfortable answering questions in the time allocated. Understanding how to approach problems before sitting the actual exam will improve confidence and save valuable time. If you'd like for me to give you a shout out in an upcoming episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Reviews. And who knows, I might just read out your review in a future episode. Now on to this month's episode. So we're now approaching the end of term four, and now's the time to start thinking about the school your child is or will be attending to ensure that they're ready for upcoming challenges such as NAPLAN, scholarship exams, and for the pressures they will inevitably feel when they reach high school. In today's episode, I'll be going through six questions you should ask when choosing a primary school for your child. The first question you should ask is, can the principal articulate a clear vision for the school? What's your impression of the principal when you meet him or her? 
Do they seem approachable in case you encounter any problems? Or do they seem closed off? What type of school is the principal trying to develop? Are they ambitious about creating opportunities for the students and a nurturing and caring environment? Or do you feel they're a little bit too laid back and you find it difficult to communicate with them? When you walk around the school, can you see that the teachers are actively involved in the classes? Or are they more the type to sit at the front of the class and just watch the students? The culture of a school is set by the principal. So if they align with the values you're looking for, this may be a good sign that you're on your way to finding a suitable school for your child. The second question you should ask is, how is the curriculum set at the school? After speaking to countless students and parents over the years, there seems to be a significant variation in the standard and quality between one school and another. And this does not necessarily relate to public versus private schools. In fact, there are many public schools that outperform some of the more prominent private schools. What one school considers important is disregarded by another school and vice versa. Some schools work closely as a team to set the learning and assessment activities for their students, while others are left to their own devices. While your child may have a truly inspiring teacher one year, they may have a completely different experience the following year. Some schools have a strong academic focus, while others are more focused on sport and performing arts. Some schools align their curriculum closely with the Victorian curriculum and deliver a carefully sequenced program, while others use it more as a guide and the content can at times feel quite random. At Spectrum Tuition, we have a very structured and consistent program which is mapped directly with the Victorian curriculum. To download a free sample course book, please go to our show notes, which can be found at www.spectrumtuition.com forward slash episode 10. The third question you should ask is, what does this school think about NAPLAN? Educational standards also vary significantly from one school to the next. Some schools take standardised tests, such as NAPLAN, very seriously, while others disregard its significance, even though most high schools will now use the results as part of the application process as discussed in Episode 7. A top-performing student at one school may be a below-average student at another school. The problem with such conflicting information is that parents and students are often left in the dark about their child's true performance and how they will compare to the wider cohort of students, the same group they will be competing with for all future NAPLAN, scholarship, selective exams and the remainder of their schooling up to VCE, where they will ultimately be ranked to gain coveted university places. Even if your child may not have aspirations to go to university when they finish their schooling at this moment, things may change in the future, so having the information to track their progress can only be beneficial. Several years ago, I met a student, Julia, who was told by her teachers that she had the potential to win a scholarship, and so her father contacted me to book in some private tutoring lessons two weeks before her examination. Now, Julia was a very talented writer. Her ideas were well-developed, she wrote with a sophistication that was well beyond her years, and her expression was flawless. However, at grade six, Julia did not know her multiplication tables confidently beyond the two times tables. While she could eventually get to the answer, this was not enough to perform to an acceptable level in a scholarship exam, as you're often only given 30 seconds to one minute to answer each question. When I questioned why this was the case, she stated that her teacher didn't really focus on maths in class. Unfortunately, without knowing her times tables confidently, Julia could not answer division, fractions, decimals, percentages, area, probability, 
and calculate the mean confidently, which are all common topics on any scholarship exam. For Julia, not knowing her times tables two weeks before the scholarship exam meant that she was missing years of mathematical knowledge and had to work incredibly hard to try and make up for lost time. While she successfully learned her times tables and simultaneously learned her fractions, decimals, percentages and algebra, a tremendous effort for a 12-year-old, her knowledge of these concepts was not as developed as a student who was already proficient in these areas. On a scholarship exam, questions often ask you to apply these concepts in multi-step questions, and Julia, despite putting in two solid weeks of hard work and effort, missed out on a scholarship. Given that there's so much variation, it's very important to take standardised tests, such as the NAPLAN, seriously. NAPLAN gives parents the opportunity to be more informed about their child's performance. To guide your decision-making, it's important to understand what standard your child is at in a wider sense, rather than the standard that is accepted by individual schools and individual teachers. At Spectrum Tuition, I've learnt that developing and relying on strong, consistent systems will lead to more successful outcomes than relying on any one individual teacher or tutor. With only three hours each week to develop a quality and complete educational program based on the current Victorian curriculum or topics likely to appear on a competitive exam, relying on systems means that nothing is left to chance when it comes to finding the most efficient teaching method to deliver a concept. While your child's teacher will be a great resource in supporting your child and helping them attain their educational goals, it's also important to not always place blind faith in everything they do and say. Rather, we encourage parents to make every effort to be in control of their child's education, to do their research, be active, and to question if something doesn't feel or sound right for the sake of your child's future. The fourth question you should ask is, how does the school support its teachers to design the learning programs for its students? Every year, more and more teachers are leaving the profession due to stress and burnout. And this may, in part, be due to the incredible pressure we place on teachers to plan for and implement the learning programs they design for their students. While there is a general curriculum in place with learning outcomes to achieve by the end of each year, how you achieve these outcomes is largely up to individual schools and in many cases on the individual teachers to design and set the learning program for their individual students. I remember having a conversation with a parent who worked as a year-level coordinator at a school in Melbourne about the fact that while she was teaching Year 7 Maths and Year 11 Chemistry that year, just the year before, she taught Year 8 English and Year 10 Maths. She was required to reinvent the wheel every year, depending on the classes that had been assigned to her. In recent years, many schools have opted to move beyond traditional methods and experiment with alternative methods in order to improve educational outcomes. One such method is the open learning model, where multiple classes of students of mixed ability, usually composite, all learn in one large open classroom. Now, there are many problems with this model. Firstly, it can get very noisy and distracting. Children who are set to a quiet activity cannot do so effectively because the other class might be doing a loud group activity and vice versa. Children cannot hear their teacher's instructions clearly and may become frustrated. This could impact a child's learning and affect their attitudes towards their education overall. Children with auditory processing disorder, the most common learning disability, or other special needs may not be catered for as classroom management of mainstream children will already be challenged. Teachers themselves become very anxious and stressed due to the high level of classroom management required, with many high-quality and experienced professionals 
leaving the profession altogether due to the added pressure. While schools should always be finding new ways to innovate and engage students to adapt to the changing educational landscape, rushing into alternative models that may not be fully thought out prior to implementation can only lead to disastrous outcomes. Additionally, while some students may thrive in self-directed learning environments where they can choose how they spend their time at school, many other students will simply fall further and further behind. Pair this self-directed learning with technology in the form of iPads linked to an internet connection and you have a recipe for disaster. Most students need structure and discipline to learn new concepts efficiently and effectively. We believe that in most cases and with many new concepts, students should be explicitly taught the actual steps to achieve specific skills and then be given opportunities to practice and demonstrate this knowledge through targeted work and assessments. Students should be streamed based on their ability and the curriculum should be carefully sequenced so topics are delivered in a logical order so students are given the best opportunity to achieve success. At Spectrum Tuition, we start each class with a quiz based on the previous week's material to see whether any work needs to be clarified. We have very carefully structured materials mapped very closely to the current Victorian curriculum to ensure that our work is relevant to what students are learning at school. We go through worked examples in class and follow this with a have-a-go question, a question very similar to the worked example that students need to complete independently. Once the tutor is satisfied that students have understood the concept, they are given time to complete additional practice questions to reinforce the skill and build confidence. Homework, which will only cover these new skills covered in class, are set to further reinforce the concept before students are again tested on this the following week. We've gone through painstaking effort to develop our materials and work very closely with our tutors to guide them through our systems to ensure that our classes cover all the relevant concepts in a consistent manner. With skills being built incrementally, students discover the true joys of learning as they can feel themselves getting better and better with each passing week. Additionally, goals that they thought were previously beyond reach are suddenly achievable. So here's a review from a student who received four scholarship offers at the time. Attending Spectrum helped a lot. The classes were very organised and enjoyable in a way that helped me learn easily as well as having fun. The teachers were kind and easygoing, but strict on the amount of work we had to do. Spectrum also helped me achieve my dream of getting a scholarship, and I'd like to use this opportunity to thank all my teachers, especially Twee, who helped me go from someone who had never written a narrative before to a person who loves and enjoys writing. So this was written by Anna Gakovich, who was a year six student at the time. The fifth question you should ask is, what is your homework policy? So we believe that schools that have a no homework policy will hinder your child's long-term achievement. So there's been an ongoing debate about the importance of homework and its impact on a child's development. Some argue that homework cuts into family time and that children should use the time to explore extracurricular pursuits without feeling stressed and overscheduled. While it's crucial to give students downtime to prevent burnout and keep energy levels up, our experience has been that homework, if done correctly, provides much-needed practice and reinforcement of concepts that would not be fully developed if concepts were only covered in class. A school program and curriculum can be quite crowded, which could prevent adequate time from being spent on building up essential skills in literacy and numeracy. If concepts aren't fully reinforced through additional homework practice, gaps in knowledge tend to form leading to issues developing, which could affect your child's long-term achievement. 
A good analogy I often use is learning a musical instrument. Would you be able to master the instrument just from attending a one-hour lesson per week? The same goes for developing skills in literacy, numeracy, and even a sport. Mastery of a skill is achieved through hard work and hours and hours of dedication and practice. Aside from reinforcement of concepts, homework also teaches children essential lifelong skills such as time management, organisation, prioritisation, persistence, work ethic and self-motivation and it's alarming to know that there has been a significant shift for a growing number of primary schools and even a handful of secondary schools to adopt a no-homework policy. If your child attends a school with a no-homework policy and you're worried that they will miss out on essential practice, there is no need to panic. Never before in our history have we been able to gain access to a wealth of resources to nurture your child's curiosity, to expand and extend their knowledge. The latest curriculum documents are freely available for you to access so you can keep track of what your child needs to learn in each year and take steps to fill any gaps through books, online resources, videos or programs that are directly mapped to the latest curriculum documents, such as what Spectrum Tuition provides. So a link to this can be found in our show notes. And the final question is, how can the school cater to my child's individual academic needs, whether your child is learning ahead or behind? So we believe that students should be grouped based on ability rather than age. Most topics at school are based on a series of skills that if learnt in the correct sequence will lead to success. If your child is finding a specific topic difficult, it's rare that this is the only topic that they're having problems with at school. A student who's having problems with fractions or algebra is most likely also having problems with multiplication or division. Teachers pick up weaknesses in subject areas when they grade essays or mark work. If a child is struggling with spelling or reading, it's likely that they don't have a strong enough handle on phonics. Most topics at school build on from earlier topics. When assessing whether a potential school may be right for your child, it's important to ask how individual needs will be addressed in a class. If your child is capable of learning ahead, how will this be nurtured? Does the school have an extension program for capable students or will early finishers be asked to read quietly in the corner? How are they also able to manage different behaviours in the class? Does the school have an incentive or demerit system? It's important for the school to have a plan in place to cater to the ability level of your child. Children develop and mature differently and to ensure that they achieve high results at school, they need to be taught at a level where they can engage with the material as well as provide enough of a challenge to give them the best opportunity to shine. This is why at Spectrum Tuition, our number one priority when new parents inquire about classes is to book in for a free, no-obligation assessment where we thoroughly assess students' existing abilities in writing, grammar, punctuation, reading comprehension and mathematics across several year levels in order to pinpoint exactly what your child's level is at in order to tailor a plan to best meet their specific needs. All classes also contain extension work to stretch students if they reach that point to avoid the feeling of boredom in students who are more capable. So if you'd like to book in for a free assessment, please visit www.spectrumtuition.com and if you mentioned episode 10 when you arrive for your free assessment, we'll give you $100 off your first term's tuition fees. If you go to our show notes, you can also download a list of these questions as well as some dot points on what responses you should look out for. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. 
You've been listening to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, the only podcast for parents who want to help their children take their skills to the next level. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated and will help other parents like yourself learn more about the Victorian education system. If you're ready to take your child's skills to the next level, book a free assessment today at www.spectrumtuition.com. See you on the next episode.